Wowzer, wowzer. We're having a good time. Man. We are. Back at the bar. We, Back we've, at the uh, bar. Look at this. We've already been hanging out for a while. Yeah, we've yeah. been good. Quite a night. Did a Patreon uh, That show. was a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. We had a good time. So we did our first of our two um, Secret Santa Swap conversations so people could share what they sent and received. And we got another one lined up for Sunday. Yep. Uh, yep. And then we had a pre-show, and there was some good people. It was yeah. some people we haven't, some people seen, we haven't seen for a while. Some yep. people that join us all the time. But, I mean, it's good we, time. we appreciate anybody that wants to come in and hang out. So. Happy Thursday. Yeah. Happy Thursday, Cheers, guys. We drink What's a little, little, little bells here? Yeah. Man, I love but bells. not just bells. Before you go. Before you go. It's old school before bells from like the before 70s. And it's delicious. Uh, if you ever get a chance to pick up like an auction, uh some older stuff uh, from the 70s or 80s blends or like just common bottles that you see all the time. Pick them up because it's interesting to try like sure. an old Ardbeg versus what it is today. You know, not like a 30 year old Ardbeg, like Ardbeg 10. What's from what 30 it, years from ago? From 30 years ago. <laughs> right. Tastes completely different. It's really interesting to try those old bottles. So yeah. who we got on? Evening, ladies and gentlemen, from the Gulf of Mexico. There we go. Troopers on a, on a uh, oil rig. Oil rig, yeah. Yep. Probably. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. I think they're oh, shoving they it in too hard then. They probably, they probably <laughs> keep that pen every time it goes More whiskey, the... Trooper. More whiskey. That's right. Hey, what's up, Donner? Donner's on. A little Cameron. Hey, Damar. Hey, hey. Yeah. Justin, we were talking about him earlier. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh, we were, because he sent some samples. Yeah, he was we talked part a lot of about this guy, actually. Bobby J. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did, too. He sent some samples. Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. Clean up on aisle three. Uh, <laughs> God, I hope he, not. Hey, he made it tonight. I see that, Herb. Good to see you. Bryce and Bryce Brian. Bryce, here, Brian. Brian. Uh, Good so to see we you. Got, we got the better half of yep. them. Yep. Mm -hmm. That guy's on. Ah. We'll take it. He's probably been streaming for 12 yeah, hours. Yeah, he's probably yeah, well, built and, some Legos. <laughs> yeah, we, we just had a big Lego package delivered to the house yesterday. Nice. There's Leanne. Yeah. Hey, Leanne. Kevin, I think we saw you popping in and out of the Patreon. I think we did. Yep. Yeah. We didn't, yeah. yeah. Um, yep. Hello from California. Nice. Cali, huh? Yeah, How you doing? West Coast. What's up, bud? And look at this guy. I've seen that Richie guy. Richie Z. Richie Z, man. How cheers, buddy. Yeah, cheers. 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 So how's you guys' week been? It's hey, it's Thursday. It it's, Thursday. it's been a beautiful week here. <laughs> Let's not worry about the rest of the week, right? Do we have to talk about the rest of the week? Can we just? Uh, uh, it was 55 a... yesterday, 55 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. It's nice. Yeah, one man, one man. But it's, yeah. been, it's been a long week already. I mean, the weather and the, the sun. It's been nice going outside and getting some vitamin D. But I, work, yeah. I'm you, know, about you, you want to know who's really happy to see us? Yes. Who Molly. is really happy to let, see? Let me us. see if I can switch this camera for a second and put her on for a second. You might just see her butt. I don't know if it, oh, oh, yeah, sure. She she she's, she's really proud. happy to see us. She's waiting. She she's thinks the show should end right now. She's waiting right now. Her tail's like, ready. She's coming to the market. Like, come, come and get me some. She wants pretzels. I want some pretzels now. No, you'll get your pretzels in a minute. Yeah. We'll do some more Molly Cam a little bit. But, um, guys, Molly. so let's talk real quickly. We're going to do Q&A tonight. Okay. And basically, we've all had some questions. We're going to kind of, kind of talk through. We're going to ask you guys to submit some questions. But first... Let's talk about this week's review. Mm. All right. What was it? Bum, I, believe bum, it bum. I believe it was this one, wasn't it? The Dura. Right there. Yep. Yep. The uh, the Oloroso. I did not. 
matured. You I did not partake. I didn't get because you can't it. taste anything right yeah. now. You're starting to. You I did balcones. taste some balcones tonight, though. That's a step up. Yep. Yep. Zach's head's already like. Oh. I know. So He's like, I knew it'd be balcones to get you through. The- this <laughs> is one worse. of the um, the best Glenleds we've had, right? I I we're really enjoyed this bottle. Yes, we are. We are. Um, you talked a lot about the Glenlivet line, and this so, one was Nadora. Was they have they, six so natural? Too. They, natural. Yeah, it's natural strength. Um, so it, it's a much higher ABV. I don't 60, remember sixty this point three. One. Um, if you get it in travel retail, it's going to be forty eight. So don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> get it as as a regular one, but um, it's a it's a smaller batch release so you're going to get variations they're going to list it out on here what the abv is and stuff like that there's three different bottlings um of the nadura line there's an oloroso bourbon barrel and i don't, uh, remember, what I don't even remember uh yes 16 year old um so this one i mean it's interesting it's got it's got some sherry flavor i like the higher abv um i think it lets you get more of the glenlivet character because all the other ones are very, you know, it's 40. I think there's one bottle that's 43. Well, so you can't really, uh, it, this lets you get more of that that flavor and kind of mess around with it a little bit more, I think. So I, I enjoyed it. And I thought it was really good. I think it's going to be interesting to put it in a blind with some of the sherries. I think it's going to be surprisingly standing out. And the price was good considering it's, you know, basically a cask strength whiskey. 89 bucks? For the, yeah, 89 bucks. Something so like that. that's, and that's what tariffs on. Right, which Maybe. we'll talk Maybe. about that yeah. in a heartbeat. Uh, but uh, but I, you know, all in all, I mean, I, I think if I had to pick a bottle from the Glenlivet line to, to best one to have, I, this one. one's the one I like. Yeah. Now, the Valvini 15 is something that kind of reminds me of this. That's a that's a hundred and twenty dollar bottle. It's a fifteen year old. This is an NAS. But what's the price point? Of it? Eighty nine bucks. So it's a big difference. So this is this is kind of a big. I mean. There is, I think the Balvenie has a little bit more of a bomb than this. Yeah, is. it does. But this is a pretty nice sherry, somewhat bomb. <laughs> right, so we have a friend that just bought a bottle of it today. It was, I am innocent. And uh, he said, wow, that ABV jumped out at me. And I said, well, you, you get more whiskey for your dollar, buddy. You are. I yep. mean. But don't put water on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it didn't handle the water too well, unfortunately. But not, not everybody does. Uh, I, I mean. It, it's definitely worth a try, and I think the price point's good on it. I mean, it lets you go in and buy a bottle with, you know, right without breaking the bank. Yeah, so I agree. Um, so nice bottle. So one other thing to note about this week's review on this bottle was there was some new graphics in the beginning. Did you guys check that out? Did you guys catch Drew's handiwork? It's pretty cool. Mm, I've done some things here and there. I got a new rating system up. I know you guys. Didn't I, I I did. I did. Well, I mean, I I ten second fast forward from here to here, but I but I did watch the. I got the meat and potatoes out of that. So we're gonna try to start doing that. Also, in the new Sunday stuff where we do our live shows, I'm gonna try and have that stuff planned so that. I think what's nice about it is is that it kind of and we did a rating system video not too long ago, a live show yep. on it. Um, so it's the same graphics from that show, but it's nice because it kind of pinpoints exactly what what our rating system is about in one slide yep right so, there's no confusion <laughs> shouldn't, yeah. be any. shouldn't be any confusion but i'm sure there are in the comments yeah so, so um enough about going with it uh, i think it's all i, I, think, say we about it. Yeah. Right. I think it's worth buying yeah and if, if you get a chance to you know try it on a bar or something i think it's worth picking up a glass Definitely i mean it, it wouldn't be an expensive try and and it was decent so there you go 
You know, speaking of Glen Livet, though, I've actually been drinking that rum, the Caribbean rum. And it's actually not, I don't know what's going on up there. Um, it's not <laughs> some water or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm showers. Probably yeah. Sam. Um, but it's been, it's been a nice bottle. I, when I first had it, I wasn't very impressed with it. But it's, mm-hmm. I've been on lower ABV kick lately. So Yeah, you have been swinging back down that way. I mean, it, it actually, I, I've been doing some lower ABV bottles, too, just, just because it lets me kind of, get to more of the whiskey i guess without having to mess with the alcohol burn a little bit um i mean don't get me wrong i'll still pour castring absolutely it it is what it is but i've been learning to appreciate more like this is well this bottle doesn't say what yeah there's no abv on this belt and i'm guessing it's around 40 maybe 43 it does taste a little warmer it's a blended whiskey it's a blended whiskey every year early 80s 40 maybe 43 um but it, i mean it's really good I, and i'm enjoying it so it's I like say, a big newton in a glass it's very, i say it's very nice. abv but um, it's nice it's, it's got some flavor to it for i mean an old blend. i'm not gonna waste it on me no yeah well, how about a nice a little uh king's falcon really <laughs> sean has been offing all of his garbage whiskey on me because i really can't taste it and i've been doing a good job killing that stuff but yeah you have, man. you have been but here's the kicker about all this stuff, right is is that you haven't you get to really try a scotch and have some flavor right now, but what you have been getting flavor out is bourbon, which you don't want to try. Oh, well, that just tells me that if I have a sherry uh, sherry bomb scotch that's as heavy sherry as you know that that uh, Balcones, I'll bet you'd stand up to taste the time. I don't think he's gonna try that. I don't think I. Well, I want that for how about how about that uh, high give him the how about that Balvenie um, single barrel. The 15 year. We'll find something I can get sink my coach into. Um, gosh <laughs> darn it, there was a couple comments. So there's we're gonna talk about a couple of things. Obviously, there's one big thing we're gonna talk about here soon, um, which is Scotch in the News that was just announced in the uh, in the last what 24 hours, I guess yeah. they just came out with that. We'll we'll get into that topic here in a second. But then after that, we're gonna transition into sort of the QA, whether if you guys have questions that you wanna actually ask and we can we can converse about them. We all have questions on this side of the camera if you guys don't have anything good to talk about. Um, but we'll, we want to give you guys the first opportunity. So hey, make sure if you have a question, put a Q in the front of it and an at Scotch for Dummies so that we can see you light up and also the question. Right, right, right. So big topic, big topic, big, huge, big, big. Huge, 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 huge. Tariffs, tariffs, tariffs went away. So four month hiatus. While they, while they, well, they're trying to work out a deal to, you know, resolve all the Airbus, Boeing nonsense. I don't really care if they work out stuff for Airbus and Boeing. That just doesn't really bother me. Don't bring me. the tariff back. I just don't want to see you taxing my whiskeys. But if I'm a whiskey store and I've got a bottle that's already priced for tariff, am I going to change the price for four months? I don't think they're no. at all. Hell no, you're not. But here's the thing. There are... I mean, I can maybe buy it for less. Well, but you've got labels that pulled out of the market because they couldn't afford to send it over. Like smaller yeah. dis- distributors like a Spay. But again, right? I'm not going to get back in for four you've, months. You've got big ones. No, if you get it over the pond already, you don't have to pay the tariff on it. Right. And then you've got then you've got big ones like Diageo that saw the tariffs coming and said, "Well, here's four cargo ships. Right, just sit it down in that market because we're going to sell it, and that'll let us ride out this whole tariff thing without changing our mm-hmm. price." And so there are some that it hasn't affected as much. And then there's those middle of the road guys that couldn't afford to get out of this market, 
but couldn't really afford to send over or didn't have access to enough stock to stockpile it like some of the bigger guys. So yeah. I think that it kind of, you know, and, and it worked on bourbons too. Like, you know, they, there's they a lot of the bigger bourbon took a bigger hit over the, over the yeah. pond than scotch did on this but, side. Did but there was the a lot numbers? of the bigger no, ones that no, shipped a bunch Huge. over right at the beginning and just let it sit over there. So I, I think it really depends distillery by distillery, you know, how, how they did and, and the market too. I mean, if you're in a market that doesn't sell a whole lot of scotch and it's just been sitting on the shelf since pre-tariff and they haven't had to reorder, then the price may not have gone up at all. Right. So I think it's, it's really going to be a case by case. The one saving grace that I think that all of us as scotch consumers have going for us is the internet. I can look up and see what the going price is. I don't have to go buy liquor from my local liquor store. I can go down the street. I can go across the country. I can go to the other side of the world and still buy liquor at, at a reasonable price. And we have been able to do so, yeah. you know, now you don't have to worry about like, I've put some stuff in my cart from overseas and they're like, by the way, we're going to have to charge you a tariff. And I'm like, well, delete that because <laughs> I'm not paying. Uh, but I think it's good news all the way around for a lot of reasons. Um, obviously, I don't want to pay tariffs on on that. I think it's nope. punitive and and it hurts a lot of people in in the distilleries. But I'm I'm anxious to see because I'm with you. I mean, there are definitely I've seen prices go up. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over time. Whether that's you know, do the liquor stores look at it and say, okay, well, it hasn't really slowed down sales of x brand of whiskey so i'm just going to leave it you know maybe i'll split the difference and drop the price 50 percent. you know 50 percent of the tariff, yeah, the tariff price. yeah and and just you know kind of leave it at that and see how it goes well They'll, and that's the beauty of the internet and competitive pricing is yes. that i can buy it for less than the guys who's sitting on the shelf i can because i'm moving the whiskey now i can drop my prices and i can undercut all right. the people so and it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next four to six months with, 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 to your point, are they going to cut prices? Are they going to try and steal things? I, I think it's just going to take well, a long time for things to really kind of normalize, normalize, yeah, or if it does at all, depending on what actually happens in the four month process. Well, here's the only reason I think we might actually see prices fall. And I'm, I believe me, I don't think they will just from, you know, life experience, you know, once you condition someone to right. spend this much on on something, you don't take that. Yeah. No, you, you, you really think this is going to go back to what it was? No, but here's why I think it potentially might. Uh, let me pull this number. Scotch um, imports into the U.S. fell 35%. The scotch industry lost over 500 right. million pounds. Okay. Mm. A half a billion pounds. So they need to start moving product. And but how gonna... do you move product? You lower the price. You, you've well, got to. I don't think so. I think they keep what they have out there. And to well, your point earlier, that stuff they, has been sitting in the warehouses, wherever they're going to start shipping new stuff in, maybe at a lower price. To put they it in. they just lowered the price by not having tariffs. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that it's, it's going to be very, very almost store dependent. Because you're going to have stores that sell a lot of whiskey. I mean, there are stores we go to to buy whiskey. Like Total Wine buys, you know, pallets worth of whiskey, and they're spent the money. So and I mean, it's like so they're, but they're going to be able to turn their inventory a little bit faster. That's so the key. I think it stays high. Just at, when yeah. the tariffs hit, we didn't see an it immediate took, jump it took for most yeah. stores. Yeah. It, it took, it took they had to go through that inventory, and then when they reordered and realized, hey, the prices yeah, have gone up here. now, then you're going to start seeing that right. bump. And so I think it's going to be the same way on the other side. 
you're going to have to wait until they go through that supply, yeah, reorder, and then as the price comes down, point, then, then you'll see something. Come Except through. for you may see a difference, like online shopping right now. If you try to buy scotch overseas, a lot of these these online stores yeah. they tack 25% right on top, and they're not even calling it. They'll just they're, they're yes. doing it on the shipping. They'll say, well, there's a 25% tariff, so your shipping cost is an extra 30 pounds worth. You might see a break there. But that's an excellent. Do point. they actually pay the tariff, or do they just? No, they I mean, just no. Don't they're know. just assuming it, but that's an excellent point. I think that's where. Oh, they're just gouging. They're yeah. gouging because they can't, because you can't get anywhere else. No, and they know they. So listen, and I know you're going to do a video on this, but the the whole thing about buying on online, you can't tell me in the last six months has skyrocketed. Oh, absolutely, everything well, online. Well, has. yeah, because you're trapped in your house and yeah. true, but, it, but the tariffs. I don't have want been, this. Give me something. The tariffs have definitely helped produce more online buying than ever because it's harder to find things because you know what? Let's be honest. How many times have you gone down to the stores close to us right now and the shelves are crap? Yep. All the time. They're not bringing in stuff like you can. So you you have no choice but to go online. Or are they doing online? They know that. Yep. They're going to charge you that extra. Well, and and that's why I'm kind of curious because there's things that go on behind the scenes in in that distribution channel that I'm kind of curious – what they've done as stuff has gone on. Home. Sure. Have they have they stopped little, shipping yeah. over as much? No, no, continue. <laughs> have they stopped shipping over as much product in the hope that the tariff's going to go away? So they've got less on hand in the states oh, that they've paid tariffs on. And so then you know now the tariffs are off. They can ship. You think they've kind of held back a little bit? I, I, I would. That, I think that's what Chris B said. That the supply. Hasn't been that like yeah. you said. Well, and I wouldn't be shipping others. over. You know, if I'm if I'm McAllen, for instance. Well, maybe not McAllen, but if I'm somebody that's got a broad line, I'm shipping over. You know, my ten year old, my NAS stuff, and, still, and so and then I'm not yeah, messing around is, with a thirty year old that's like ten thousand dollars because the tariff is going to be ridiculous. Well, there's also other scenarios where Paul uh, Blair they they re released a new lineup, oh, right? Absolutely, never announced it. They never actually came out, and, and they, they've never seen a big marketing push. Why? Because COVID hit, tariffs hit, all this stuff has gotten in the way. Yep. But guess what? They Their whiskey, it. it's already here. It's been sitting in Kentucky for probably 15 months. They've waited yep. X number of years. They can wait another year. Right. Yep. So who knows what will happen? It's just it's good news, and hopefully whatever yeah. does happen happens. Hopefully so we see positive, it. So right. did yeah. they actually pay the hey, tariff on that? No. They got it over brother. here prior to oh, yeah. the tariff. I didn't because they were, they have to get it over to get it out into the distribution channels, and so they were getting in the process of getting it and moved they, out, and then the tariffs it, hit, and, and so they just left it sit in the warehouse. So, so they just, just put it in Dunnage here, here and waiting, and, and, even and, though it's already <laughs> correct. Because you can't get more over. You can't get more. Okay. So you're just going to leave. They're, it's a marketing thing. Wait till they have, because hopefully it goes quick, and then they have to supply so, demand. So now, now they can flood the market, get right. another shipment or two over here to correct. supply and get it. Yeah. Okay. In theory. In theory. Yeah. So in theory, and and now you see how dedicated people are. I mean, some people will have switched over to a different alcohol, you know. Not people this do. guy, bourbon, you know, yeah. riding the storm. Maybe you're a bourbon drinker now. Maybe you're a rum drinker now. Yeah. Maybe you're drinking blends instead of single malts. You got question. Yeah. So, so Donna, <laughs> you're absolutely right, and uh, it's been a good thing, and I loved it, and I rode that wave for a while. But here's what sucks about. The Netherlands for us U.S. folks is DHL decided to pull some funky crap and stop shipping to the United States from the Netherlands. So I actually have three or four bottles that are paid for sitting in a Netherlands store 
that they can't even send me right now. You know, they've offered to refund my money and I keep telling them, hey, you just hold my bottles, big daddy. Um, <laughs> There's so going to be a guy that rolls into your store. Something's going to happen. But that's uh, I am going to do a video about online shopping and, and the shipping. And actually, if we have time to talk, I one of my questions that I wanted to put on the table is about shipping in the laws. Uh, and we can talk about that. But we'll finish this conversation about the tariffs. That was been... There's two different things that people have done with the tariffs. It was on single malt, so people bought a lot more blends. Yep. Okay. And then the second was don't buy your single malts from the countries that the tariff is on. So get them from Germany, get them from the Netherlands, get them from somewhere else. Just don't buy it from Scotland because it's going to hit you for 25. So there has been some ways around paying that thing. But at the end of the day, it still hurts because Lee, Leanne, uh, Scotch and the Bayou put Walk into our local stores, buddy. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty, offering. It's pretty soft. quiet. They're dusty. Yeah, I mean, really, the crap. only things you're going to find is the big name brands that probably stuck a lot of stock. You know, I didn't have any problem for the Glenlivet for dummies going and buying most of the entire lineup of Glenlivet. But they probably dropped most of that stuff here. Years ago. Right. Pre, pre <laughs> or other companies that are owned by massive Diageo types that can afford to take a bit of a hit on the scotch because they've got a portfolio massive. of other liquors. Yeah. And, and in that same liquor store, yeah. there's not a single Kilhoman. Right. No. Nope. Kilhoman just said, well, I'm out. I mean, a, a lot of those smaller distilleries that you just don't, you know, unless you go to a specialty liquor store that's still bringing that stuff in specifically, a lot of that stuff's hard to find. Yeah. So it'll be interesting as they as they bring this stuff in, as they try to recapture shelf space, you know, what the pricing does for everybody. So I'll be interested to hear from all of you guys over the next, you know, couple of months to see, you know, are is prices coming down? Is it, you know, <laughs> is owl delivery still yes, legal? If you can get an owl to deliver it, it is still legal. There are no laws against that. Michael says, been drinking bottom shelf blend since losing his job. Well, first of all, that part sucks that you lost your job. But, but the bottom shelf blends you're really liking. And you know what? There are some good blends that are affordable. I mean, yeah, come so, on. We've talked about them time yep. and time again. Mm -hmm. Heck, you gave one a, a four. I mean, monkey shoulders, damn good for 30 bucks. And if, yeah. I, if I was stuck yeah. drinking that because I couldn't afford nothing. I would I'd, not be disappointed I'd, at all. Nope. Be happy camper. Nope. Uh, there's a bunch of good stuff out there. Yeah. So um, so I, I think good news for all of us, tariffs going away and hopefully prices coming down. Yep. So that was a, a good so. good end to that. Well, hopefully it's over because four months hiatus, like you said, damn, if, they, if it, they don't get figured out in four months, I, they will. I'm hopeful because it hurt a lot of people that had nothing to do with the airline right. industry and everybody knew it. So I'm hopeful that they'll be reasonable and rational going into this and trying to figure out. I think out. it's important to point out too. So, cause I didn't know this until I started reading some of the articles from the announcement today, but in all honesty, the UK was the first one to, I don't want to say put an olive branch out, but they made the first move. And yep. this was a couple of weeks ago in January, yep. they started loosening the tariffs from there and saying, you know, look, we need, it's time we need to come to the table and talk to the new administration. Now is a good, not good yeah. enough time. And so they made the first well, move and good on them for doing that. And I'm glad that you, we yeah. reciprocated on our side. Well, and with Brexit, they're no longer part of the EU. Well, and that was, I, I don't know if this is, you know, this is probably political spin from the UK side, but uh, the prime minister said, you know, that uh, this is uh, a good example of that we can exist and be good um, trading partners outside of the EU. You know what I mean? And it's, I kind of chuckled at the political spinning point. Well, I thought, whatever. Yeah, because from what I understand, the tariffs are not 
pulled from Europe. They're pulled from the UK. Yeah, right. So, you know, single malt whiskeys from France are still barred, but. But nobody's buying those. Well, uh, <laughs> fair point. Wait a minute. So I understand what you just said. I didn't catch. So the lift of the tariff that we just made that was announced today is just from single malts from the UK. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then maybe it, well, it does show a good. I don't know that there was any other. Else? I don't they, think there was. It was single malts. It was, just... it was single malts from Scotland and and yeah. and the UK, but then the EU had other tariffs yeah, applied to them. No, I think right. it was different. They they had other products right, that, that right, were right. getting hit. Okay. So I mean, you know, it, it's good. I mean, this stuff's been going on since the George W. Bush administration is when no this kidding? got started. Yeah. yeah, that's when the Airbus thing. Really? That long? That, yeah. That's when it hit the WTO. Holy crap. Yeah. And I mean, that's like before Scotch for Dummies started. So we should start see, seeing a savings here. You know? um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. We should totally wrong. start seeing a savings, man. <laughs> I'm an expert. But... Oh, work with me here. Go on. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's scroll up and see if there's questions, comments. I have not concerns. seen a question yet, but okay. so if you have a question, uh, do an at Scotch for Dummies and put a cue for questions so we know that you're asking a question for us. So, do you guys have topics that you want to talk about as far as Q and A? Because I'm, I'm, I've got I want to talk about the shipping, you know, um, in the United States, and it still chaps my rear end that it's 2021, and it's extremely difficult, uh, damn near almost impossible, and or illegal in a lot of cases to ship alcohol. Um, even within the States, you know, it's, yep. it's one thing to ship it from over the season into here, but, but, um, I, I read several different, you know, websites on how to do this. And, and one thing that I noticed that was jumped out of me, I never realized this until I read it. So it is illegal to ship alcohol in the United States mm -hmm. with the United States postal service. Yes. It's a flat ass. No, it's illegal. Now, if you were to ship it via FedEx or UPS and just lie, like, like a lot oh, of people I see, do. I see where you're going. You know what? It's technically not illegal. You're breaking company policy, but you're not breaking the law. Federal law. Interesting. And I was like, well, that so makes me feel better. <laughs> I like but, loopholes, man. But there is, there are ways. And this website, you know, talked about the various, um, how to actually legally ship to uh, all 50 states, but it's, it's not simple. And even if you do it at the state level, you could find yourself breaking local county and city ordinances. Um, basically, the way they, they liken it is it's like dealing with 50 independent countries, you know, the United States. I mean, yep. yeah, and it makes it even more. And why can't we just get over this? Why can't our federal government just come down and say, all right, enough of this? It's interstate commerce, for God's sakes, right? Isn't there yep. laws, federal laws that yep. allow interstate commerce? It just blows and my mind that this is there. It goes back to prohibition. And it goes back to this. Everybody wants to make sure mm -hmm. that they're not getting cut out. Yep. So everybody everybody got to decide at the end of prohibition how they wanted to handle all this. And so I've lived and worked in multiple states. And every state for liquor laws is completely different. And it's all ridiculous. All of it. Um, I have worked in states where it's a, you know, you. so for instance, Indiana, it's basically a monopoly. If you want to buy Kilhoman, right, it is sold by one distributor. One distributor in Indiana distributes Kilhoman. So you have to go to that guy, whether you do business with him or not, whether he's a jackass or not, whether he gouges you on pricing, 
whatever. He's the guy until Kilhoman decides to not use him and to use somebody else, which happens all the time. So now I've got to, if I want to keep Kilhoman on my wow, show, that's a pain. I've got to chase Kilhoman from this guy to that guy, whether I do business with that guy or not. Right. Oh, and gosh. so there's a lot of that. And, you know, like pricing is a footed, pricing's I mean, a crapshoot. It is what it is. But then if you go to a state like Minnesota, Minnesota is open for everybody. You got 37 different liquor vendors and they all can carry everything and you get a catalog. And so it's, uh, you know, it, it, the pricing's right there. Knock yourself out. And or so you go to a state controlled state. Right. Where the, the state has industry. everything. Yeah, and it's um, like, well, this is awful. A bureaucrat controls what kind of booze I buy. That right. seems horrible. Right. But I mean, so it's it's totally different. And then, you know, that's at the distribution level. Then you get into the store level, you know, what, what you can do at restaurants. Right. You know what you can do at liquor stores when they're open and when they're not open. Total crapshoot. And the shipping thing is also a big deal. You know, uh, they have reciprocal stuff with different states. 16. It's a mess. Hey, so gee, thank you. Happy birthday to I, Mark JG's daughter. How about that? Cheers to that. Well, I, that's a good picture. I do wish that I, I'm with you, Mark. I think it's an interstate commerce problem. And they need to come up with a set of rules that makes it fair and equitable for everybody. I don't think that it's fair. I mean, how many people have we talked to that are like, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to join the SMWS, but I can't because I can't get stuff shipped. Oh, Kentucky's my state. the worst. Or, you know, you've got somebody that just can't like they don't bring that particular brand into their state. Nobody carries it. And so they can't even buy the stuff that they want to buy. You can't get it shipped. So a great example that I was talking about, let's say they were to do that at the state level and you still have local. There's a lot of counties in Kentucky that are dry wow. counties. So all of a sudden now FedEx, UPS and the USPS, they have to manage it, whether it's legal oh or not. Gosh, you right. know what I mean? Even it's got to be a pain in the butt for these guys. It, it, and that's why the U.S. US Postal Service, it's against the law. They just flat out, you know, don't don't, do don't even ever say you got alcohol. You can actually do it with FedEx, uh, but you have to jump through a lot of hoops. And uh, and then it's going to be mandatory signature on the other side right. to make sure it's a 21-year-old, you know, those kinds of things. But it's possible. Hmm. Now, uh, what, yeah, what really sure. kills me, though, is like overseas, I was giving an example of the, the Netherlands. You know, I, I was doing a lot of business with Dram Time and Whiskey Site. Got great relationships. Good, good people, man. Great selections. Good deals. Good prices. I mean, everything's good. It might take you three or four weeks to get it, but who cares? I'm getting a good bottle of whiskey. Well, then all of a sudden, DHL decides that they're not going to do. Uh, they're not going to ship to the United States anymore from the Netherlands. That just happened out of the blue. And so, how do what what do we do? Right. Well, the, when they look at trying to ship to the United States, sometimes, and this even happens on the United States websites, I'll buy a bottle, legal to ship to Indiana. I get the bottle. Things are great. I go check the website a couple weeks later. I'm like, oh, I hit up another bottle. Nope. They don't ship to Indiana anymore. Nope. Well, I, I don't understand what happened in the last three know. weeks that it just Nothing. fell off. I'd... And then, you know, three months later, it's back on. And I mean, you really have is to check really, with every purchase. Is it really the, the, the state thing or is it something that they don't want to do? See, or DHL? I mean, that's got to be a state thing. I don't know there, because no, there are some state, companies, some online stores overseas that will ship to you. They'll ship to anybody, but they'll say that it's, you know, glassware. My guess is they got <laughs> busted somehow and said, right. don't do that. Okay, we won't. And then they hold off for a while and then they 
All right, we're back on. We're back on again. Right. There's a there's a, a, a retail store, online retail store that I've used several times out in California. I won't name them right now, but you read their shipping <laughs> disclaimer, <laughs> and it's about. crazy because this is <laughs> listen to this. They state this so black and white in so that the sale, the transfer of the liquor happens to you in the state of California. I don't care if you're buying it from Indiana. We are selling it to you and the transit, you take ownership right. in Indiana and California and we will ship it on your behalf. Therefore, if any laws are broken or it's the bottle gets broken, you. you're you know, you're the one at fault. And I'm like, let's see you stand that up in court, right? <laughs> but from their point of view, if if you are a depending on the state that you live in, if there's a reciprocal arrangement between the states. So this state will ship can ship liquor or wine to your state and your state can ship right. to them, right? If there's a reciprocal relationship, then the liquor store can legally ship to you. Right. But if there's not, then you're basically shipping to yourself. Like they're they're just carrying I, it for you to the post office right. basically. But yeah. we get into court and they're going to say but but who who put it in the box and who put the, 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 the shipping on it and who, who handed it over to the shipping company? Was it you or was it the guy in Indiana that you said, you know, owned it? Well, I mean, technically I put it in. I mean, so I, if they're like every other company, it was, it was the lowest paid employee there <laughs> and that guy don't work here anymore. It was John, it was John Smith. He's 19 years old. Oh, shit, I'll take that. Oh, wow. Let's, oh, let's wow. move on to right, We got a lot of questions. Yeah, tune in, tune in. Let's, let's move this. We got, we got first question, I think, up here. Where was it? It was up there. No, uh, I think I just passed it. Yeah, it's I think it. you it's did. It's been a minute. So it's right here. There. First question. What price at auction would you pay for Kilcarin 8571 Sherry if you had never tasted it? Last price I saw one go was for 140 wow. British pounds. So that's, I got one so better. That, so that's like probably I never 180, it? 190 here. Yeah, that's not. I can bad. hang on. I can I can I can help. I mean, you it out. went for seventy five dollars, brand new, right? Yeah. I, it was 90 here. I mean, no, it was I, I will down. say it gets tough because you're talking about a a product that had a limited supply, and that supply is basically gone. Gone. So it just depends on how bad you want to taste it. Keep in mind that there's another. Kilcarran eight sherry finished whiskey coming out shortly. So do it for the states in June. So you may be able to just wait and see. But I mean, if you really, really wanted to try it and you had the available funds, I don't think that that's out of the question. It's, it's really high. good. Though. It's good. It's it's high. It's good. The better thing to do is is. Become a patron and ask friends. And I'll send you some so, samples. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a cheaper way to go. Doing yeah. some research for this online shopping video that I'm shooting for uh, Scotch for Dummies here. And uh, whiskeyexclusive.eu. Um, they actually have Kilcarran 8. Um, 57.1. It's the bottle that you know that everybody loves. What's the price? Uh, but they've packaged it with Kilcarran 12. You, get, you can't just buy it. So oh. I, they're having a hard time moving the 12. So they it's a double, a double bottle. Double. Pack. And so for, for both bottles, it's 239 euro. And I'm like, I don't know wow. how much the 12 is for. Not worth that. I mean, but you're getting two bottles of whiskey and one of them you know is is exceptional. What's, what is that? That's like 260? Yeah, no. 255. No, it's not. The year's not that bad. No. Oh, euro, not pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's, but still, I mean, so what's a, 
So and I'll tell you right now. Twenty dollars a bottle. Yeah, that's that's too much. It's two hundred and eighty-five, two hundred eighty-six dollars, right now so, today. Plus shipping. No, that's so here's the thing. Shipping. Here's the thing. Yeah, plus shipping. You're getting two bottles for price of one. If you've never had it before, it, and to your point, it's one of those things. It, is it a collector? Absolutely. It, it's it's a fantastic bottle, no doubt about it. It's just about. I, how, I how think it all depends on your you your finances and if right. you have the available right. cash. But right. yep. I, I I think that I wouldn't go much above that. I don't think, but. I'd probably pull the trigger on that one. We're going to start speeding this stuff up. So let's, let's do it. Go. We're like a million behind. Economy will probably drive prices. What distillery do you think will make the biggest move taking advantage of price drops? Well, I can tell you it probably won't be McAllen. No, 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 no. <laughs> Those guys I, are I sticking no idea. Idea. I, I think what you're going to find is you're going to have more selection. I, I, I think um, Lee had that first. I um, Like Spay, they can yep. actually get back in now. My thought on, and, and I kind of thought about that particular line of thinking for a little bit when we were talking about the tariffs, I'm kind of curious if they're going to utilize the price drops to focus in on the NAS whiskeys and let those prices kind of come down a little bit and leave to the, promote them and leave oh. the price of your age statement whiskeys to slow down your sales of them and kind of help, you know, with stock. We should and, take a business class. That's a great point, John. So, Absolutely. so I mean, that I, I'm anxious to see. I'm really curious to hear how all of this kind of plays out. There's so much crap going on right now. Let's see what he says. Alejandro here. Uh, do you guys believe that whiskeys aged by the sea actually absorb marine flavors through the pores of the barrel during I aging? do. I do. I do. I know this guy, may, well, if Dr. Scotch was here, he might be able to tell here, us. But here's, what, here's what my thought is on that whole thing. You've got, yes, I think that there's maybe some marginal influence aging it by the sea, but you also are taking your water from a water source that's next to the ocean. So how much of that maritime influence is actually in the water source itself? I would argue that's probably more. Now, admittedly, you go yeah. by the sea, you can smell the, the salt, salt in the air, and the seaweed, you it can smell that. And that and, and as a you pet, can feel it on your skin. When we walked in that warehouse at Tamatin, I mean, there's a smell when you walk in these places. Like mm -hmm. it's the environment and everything else. I, I can't imagine. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I can't imagine that sea salt smell. Yeah. Walk, walking at Talisker, I mean, it has to be amazing. Because it, the, as the barrels off gas, they bring in the ambient sure. environment. So the, 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 the brine and those kind of things. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know for I, sure, but I would think. It's interesting. I would like to see it tested or proven in some way and i just personally yeah, exactly hard, I, yeah i i i think there is yes all right we got what we got here what is your one bottle that got away for whatever reason you didn't buy it and now you're kicking yourself for not getting it uh well i can tell you my first bottle that got away but it didn't uh was the tamdu batch one um and i i can tell you the entire thing if you guys aren't aware of the story we went into vine and table and they had a, a little placard up. Um, we'd never had a Tamdu. We didn't know anything about the distillery. And they had two bottles. They had the Tamdu 10 and they had this batch one. And the batch one was a little more expensive oh, than, wow. than, the, oh, uh, than the 10. And we didn't want to pull the trigger on a bottle that was basically twice as expensive, not knowing anything about the distillery. So, so we bought the 10. We took it home. We opened it. And it was delicious. It was so good. <laughs> and so we're, we're like, oh, we got to go back and get the one that they had the placard about. And by the time we got back, it's all gone. 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 
And so that was my my first lesson in if you see a whiskey that you're really interested in, you should just go ahead and just buy that it. one. Just do it. Uh, luckily, we were able to find that bottle. I don't have um, one. And, uh, and, and we've had it several times since then. Down here? Maybe down there. there. There's a couple down there. Uh, but <laughs> that, that's my first one. Do you guys have any, uh, any bottles that got away? I've, I've got a couple that I've not pulled the trigger on. Oh, and I've, I do have one. I've kind of, I've, I kick myself in the butt a little bit about it, but the reason <laughs> I, I let them go is, was the price. Um, I honestly, within the last six months, I guess it's been that Glendron at Kingsman. Um, oh, came yeah. out and uh, I had the scratch to pull the trigger and I was going to pull the trigger and I was going to sit on it for a while like I do every other whiskey but at some point in time I'm going to open it with these boys and I it's that's just the, the, the even though I had the money I could afford it I had it literally set aside I I just can't do it I just I mean that's a lot of money for a, one bottle especially right. knowing how many other bottles I can get for it so I've had a couple of those there's a couple of that I've found usually if it's within price range of, you know, under 500 bucks, under 300, somewhere in that neighborhood, I I'm pulling the trip. I'm not going to think twice about it. We've, we've run into some dust. This is one for me. I was going to say I yeah, mean, the I, first one. Yeah. Right. You know, I missed it. I want, I, I'm Oh, the old, the, the old, old the, the, right. Yeah. The old revival. Right. I, but for the most part, I, I've learned pretty early that you got to be ready for opportunity in this yeah. when you're doing this. I think that the ones that I've that I've let go, I, I'm with you, Mark. I, I don't think that I've had many get away, but there's a couple that I was like, I just can't. You know, I mean, when you're talking about, yeah, it's closed distillery, and I really like that distillery, right? And it's like a 30 year old whiskey, and it's probably delicious, and I'll probably be happy that I bought it. But at some point, I'm going to be like, I could have done something else with that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Almost $1,000. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kid needs a new pair of shoes, here. and I'm drinking a $1,000 bottle of whiskey. Have you ever dumped a bottle yes. of whiskey because it was so bad? So, Speaking of Scotch, Charlie. <laughs> I finished that. Yeah, he did. I, I dumped mine. So I, um, it's funny. I actually poured probably a third of a bottle of white Walker down the drain. It was the one that you literally walked over out. to me <laughs> yep. while we were on a live show. He walks it over to my house. I can't believe you rang my door, but I'm like, I'm oh. looking at the camera going, I think Sean's at my front door. That's son of But yep, told you ironically I enough, I poured that bottle down and then weeks go by and uh, I get COVID and I lose my sense of taste and smell. And then I end up killing a bottle of White Walker in his basement because I can't taste it. It's kind of funny. It's ironic, right? It's like, yeah. screw you, man. <laughs> so this is this is a question I don't know if we can answer right now. Scotch for Dummies, what's the business plan for the dummies for the next five years? <laughs> Who wants to take that one? I'll tell you, Anybody? One, one who thing, told him to ask that question? Let's, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> I will say one thing is definitely going to happen come hell or freezes over. We are going to have a bottle with our damn name on it. We are. And we're going to sell it, and you guys are going to own a bottle of it. That'll it's going to happen. That'll it's, be 20 Hopefully sooner than later. It's, we're, we're actively, like, I ordered samples this week. Again, so, so we've gotten samples before, and, you know, yeah, we've been down the road. We're ready. We're going to make it happen. Bottles um, coming with Scotch for Dummies on it. I would also say sometime in the next five years, there'll be a reunion of some sort next of, some five sort years? of okay. anniversary. Multiple and trips. Hopefully, hopefully, there'll be a trip, at least one, exactly. across right. the pond. And you forget the most magical That's thing. There's going to be a Netflix series. We're it's working on that. We're trying. <laughs> I, 
but that, that's, that's going to take like a GoFundMe. Dummies and... invade Scotland, maybe. But if and... you're asking seriously the, uh, a business plan, it's crazy. We do talk about it. It's, uh, it's interesting that Quite you asked that. And that's part reason why we're moving to Sundays. A couple other things. Well, so we've got ideas that go down some like opposite directions. We don't know yeah. where the ball's going to land, but we know we're still in it to win it, and we're still doing this. And and um, who knows? I. I wish I wish you could tell us it'd make this a lot easier. <laughs> I think That's I missed a bunch of questions here somewhere. Did I go past uh, uh, if, I, if think question, stream, I think StreamYard's pushed down that stuff. Yeah. So if you've missed we didn't have anything from Brianne. She asked a question. Yeah, it went down to the bottom. So wow, there's there. a lot of uh, questions. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh wow. Drew, you what are you doing? I, I can't keep up. Man, yeah, yeah, we're we're like we're Drew's questions fault. from fifteen okay, years. So here, we here we go, here we go. So we gotta be faster. Okay. Thirty seconds per question. Why is shipping wine legal in the U.S. via wine clubs and so seamless while whiskey is illegal to ship in some states? No, it it, it all comes down to the liquor laws. It really does. And it varies by state. Um, And it comes down to reciprocation. So if your state allows shipment from wineries to consumers and there's a reciprocal state, then you can ship wine. No. But yes. if you don't have any distilleries in your state, then you may not be shipping anything to anybody. So there's nothing to ship to you. It gets really in the weeds. It a gets lot political and money gets involved with lobbyists and in certain industries. Wine gets a little bit more of an exception and leeway oh, because of the wine industry. They've been more. Well, they've been pro- proactive. About right. It. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Proactive. They And they've been more successful in getting some things changed. It just hasn't spanned across everything. Yeah. Okay. So here's a question. This is interesting. Can, how can you tell if a bottle's gone bad? Like you opened a 20 year old recently and it smelled acetone. I, that's a good indication. Usually. I mean, I've had a couple bottles that I think have gone bad. You you think this one's gone bad. I, don't I, think, I, has, I think this Bell's has, is almost gone bad. We'll, we'll have to work it, on it. It's got that. a musty kind of off flavor that doesn't have fresh flavor to it. I, I think a forty. I think I think there's two. Th- there's, I think two thing, there's two things. There's two things for me it. from a smell and taste. It's it's really the acetone thing and heavily musty. Sometimes when things get really musty, they I like that mustiness. Mm, stale, yeah. stale. Yeah, stale. So, but, but I don't I don't have a good answer for you because I don't, I don't know. A lot I of really it depends know. on the bottle itself, like how it was kept. If it's an old bottle that's been stored for a long time. Some of those bottles are fine if they were kept in the in, you know, away from extreme temperature variations. Right. If the bottle looks good, if the seal looks good, it's probably fine. If it's got, a, you know, a kind of a the cork is discolored. If it's been sitting around for a long time, then you might you might have some problems. If you don't like the taste of it, it it may be <laughs> that it was always not great, or it may be that it's gone bad. So here's a question. It wasn't. I didn't see a cue in front of it, but I see it's a question. Um, Probably more than I should tell you. <laughs> you know what? I, I'll answer it, but I probably regret it if certain people watch, um, like like employees that I work yeah, with. Yeah, I drink wife. more than I should. Um, yeah, I I've, I I honestly I, I drink a drain probably on an average. I probably drain a night. I would say just because you know some night I skip every other night or so at least. But then this week, uh, then this week, <laughs> I will say since I've been opening up restaurants, like it's my job. Uh, I don't drink as much as I used to just because I don't have enough time. But hopefully I'll get more time. Ooh, what is your best daily drinker these days? That's a good question. Um, hmm. So 
It depends for me. I mean, I'm a total mood drinker. That's oh, a good yeah. pick. Can't I've, been go hitting, that. I've been hitting this. It's a little pricey, but fire. So because of the fact that I can't taste and smell stuff right now, it's literally been what everybody wants to get rid of their bar. He's given me two bottles. I, think. <laughs> I, I killed an Akintosh and triple wood that, that went down. Um, I usually try to keep a bottle of like naked grouse and a decanter on my bar downstairs just because you it's cheap and I don't feel bad just going to it. And it's easy there. It's it sits good. in the decanter. I'm like, oh, I want a glass. I just yeah. open, you know, I, um, but Usually it's the tens and the twelves. I've got like an Ardbeg ten that's open all the time. Um, but Glendronic twelve, I that's a good one. Yep, you can't Solid. go wrong with it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I have a, a bottle of uh, naked grouse as well, and always right. in the bar. And, I, and I've got I've got some Ardbegs that are open, and I've got a um, quarter cask. Refer quarter cask. That Man, I've had that a minute. That. It's not it's not fair. I mean, we're lucky enough to have. On all of ours, pretty good variety yeah. of stuff. Yeah. So it just right. depends on my mood. But I can tell you right now, if if I was someone that was decent, you know, an everyday drammer, monkey shoulder or naked grouse is a perfect combo yep. for thirty bucks a piece. You're yeah, those for, are good. You can go right. for your, your stable, for that 30, monkey shoulder or maltiness, or you can go for more sheriness. So you can't go wrong with those. Yeah. Guys. So all right, what's this one? Uh, are the dummies going to try to procure a bottle? Oh, we ooh. Don't know. Mm. Don't know much about it. I, we have not pursued a business plan. <laughs> no, I don't know about that one. Uh, uh, yes, absolutely. Are we going to do another plane of Scotland? It's, we haven't stopped. It's just a matter of getting this damn uh, thing. So we've kind of talked briefly about it this year, and there's so much, like, everything is so fluid with travel, um, especially between the U.S. and the U.K. <laughs> right now, that you guys don't know how long it took us to plan the last so one. It was work. months of planning. So much work. The The problem is that we didn't want to just get like a bus tour that was just right. going to standard places. We had to get uh, somebody that would let us plan our own trip. And then we had to plan our own trip and get permission from all these distilleries, let them know what day we were going to be there yeah. in the morning or in the evening. And yeah. then the bus tour company had to plot out all of the hotel arrangements oh and we gosh. i mean Food, it was everything we spent months planning that trip um so it's really hard for us to plan it right now because we just don't know what it's going to look like in two or three months hotels won't commit right and bus tours won't commit and airlines won't commit and people. we feel bad asking people to put down several thousand dollars on a tour that may not happen so the, the answer is it's going to happen yeah 2022 just, is probably the most not this year, not 2021. For no, sure. no, 2022. Maybe. I, I would say 2022 is probably on the shelf. We'll book that, yeah. All right, what's going on? Uh, what oh, bottle? Go ahead. That's a great question. What's the bottle that each of you love that the other dummies can't stand? I don't know if it, I can give or take. It does not do it for me. Dean's and twenty is not, not right. my. It's not my you. wheelhouse, and I just I just don't enjoy it. It's not worth it to me to take it away from him. There are definitely I times just, when there are whiskeys that I'm like, I'm not feeling that tonight. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm not in the mood for a sure, few whiskey, sure, sure. But I don't know that there's any whiskeys that I'm like, I can't believe Andrew's <laughs> drinking that so crap. Funny. I mean, you know, we generally drink even even the daily drinkers. You don't like the Clan McGregor? Well, I'm not drinking. 
that stuff, but neither are you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And there's just not one that I just can't stand that somebody else loves. I mean, I really am a mood drinker. It's so if it's, I don't want it. I can tell you my mood. favorite day of the whole year is it? when Mark's wife throws the Halloween party and we get to go in the bunker. Not anymore because she I, she locks all my whiskey down. Um, I, I did, Brian. It was a cream corn. Cream corn. Cream corn. What the cream pastry corn. note cream was corn. that? Oh, that's a great question, it was man. A cream corn. That's a cold pull. It took me forever. That's a good that pull one. right there. Gosh. Hey, I wish she was. Hey, what's up? What's up, buddy? Or hookers. What's up, hookers? <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse today. <laughs> Amen to that. All right. We're getting close here. We're out of questions. Are we getting caught up? Are we getting caught up? Let's get your dummies. Here's one. Uh, if you envy of asked someone to buy you a bottle, you, what? We've we've not asked for someone to someone to buy us a bottle. I mean, we no. We, we've had people say, offer offer and great, and then, we'll, we'll accept. But and we've had people send us samples of bottles that you can't get anymore. Yes, and that's actually really been helpful because there'll be times where we're trying to do a comparison or or compare and contrast between something modern and something older, and people have sent us stuff specifically for that, and that's been really nice but we, we don't go out and solicit i mean we we spend our money on on this thing it, yes I, you can it, i think it's yeah Anytime. absolutely you can yeah but i think it's also maybe that question is is being mis uh misunderstood we've actually bought uh oh, bottles for yes. somebody that couldn't get bottles here like uh prime example zach's a, a huge balconies fan you know and, and he wanted yeah. some, there was some indiana releases that he couldn't get I jumped in the car, went down to the liquor store, and Bobby Darren, there they are. So we bought them, grabbed them, and got them to that. You know, when it comes to being a part of the overall community, I, I definitely would not feel outside my place knowing that, hey, Bob H., you can get a hold of this bottle in New Jersey. Can you grab that for me? You yeah. know, I mean, it's it, everybody yeah. squares up with each other and pays for it, it, but it's more of just, you know, brotherly love of taking care of something because, you know, yeah. somebody Get, else wants and, it. And getting something that they don't have access right. to. Right. It's, it's not yeah, it's and if, that kind of place. Well, and if we ever needed a bottle that wasn't available here, we would pay, we would often yeah. pay for it because ultimately we have the YouTube channel. We've got patrons. You've got all that kind of stuff. So we've got access to more funds. And there's four mm -hmm. of us as opposed to, you know, like a single person. So we've got, we've got, better access to some of that so we wouldn't ask somebody to buy us a bottle unless we were willing to obviously willing to pay it back so jd quickly yes but not so much as the next day last aspartame it. have you experienced sweet scotch go back. uh that turned to aspartame flavor over a couple months what do you like think coca cola I, I not I, I mean, really it's oxidation I mean, at every I bottle they, changes over time, Yeah. Um, especially as you drink it and the level drops. And that's why when you get down to, you know, a quarter of a bottle or whatever, you should just finish it. You're going to lose flavor. Answer that real quick, Sean. Uh, Sean, how epic is Brora, Team Brora? Uh, you know what? I, I've had a couple bottles. I, I've been lucky enough to try some samples. I, <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, it's kind of like uh portella right you know you you try these whiskeys uh -huh. and they're epic and they're wonderful but they're also 25 years old 30 yeah. years old of course they're great so it, it gets tough to just you know distinguish between that oh he's trying to start the pot you so mm. back in the day the it wasn't it was much more you know we all brought something to the table all the time. It was like we, we were that. really, yeah. you know, we didn't Got know what rice. we were doing. And then it morphed into Scotch for Dummies actually had its own bank account. And we bought and we and still we do for, for that. that. Yeah. But it, we've, we've all kind of gone off in our own directions on 
purchasing you know individual bottles for our own bars. Um, and I think every one of us is uh, always willing to bring something to the bar for review. I mean, honestly, yeah. it's, I mean, I've got a lot of unopened bottles that I'm not just willing to open for a review, but if it's, if I'm on the verge of opening it and we haven't reviewed it, then it's going to get open that way because I mean, we, it's a, it's a good review for us, yeah, but absolutely. who knows how we evolve. We're moving to Sundays and, and reviews are going to yep. live. We're going to change it up. And, and I think that's part of the five-year plan <laughs> or not, but we're, we're, it's, uh, our five-year <laughs> plan is probably, you know, it's a, it's an evolution thing. And, and I think that things will change on that too. So I don't know if there's a mooch per se. I will say that there's a cheapskate in, in the house, this guy, well, but you know what? I He's the one that manages moves. the money too. I, so I'm fine with that. I will also <laughs> say that, I mean, if we do a review and somebody just really falls in love with the bottle, they take it to their house. That's true. That's true. You know, That's I mean, true. we're, oh, we're yeah. pretty good about that. If there's, if there's something that we've tried and we're like, oh my God, you know, Mark really just loved that bottle. Take it. It's yours, yeah, man. You, you really appreciate this more than the rest of us. Really you know, and we'll send out samples to people. Like we love doing that. Somehow. I mean, that's kind that's of the reason why we're doing it too. It's whiskeys for sharing. We want you guys all to be, you know, yep. enjoying it. As that's well. a great question. Air Diddy. Air Diddy. Air Diddy. Scotch for Dummies. Is there a bottle you reluctantly get out to drink or even share because you know you'll never see it again? I mean, there, I will say there have been bottles that when I pulled out, I was like, I know I can't get this again, but you have to try it before it goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Benriac Solstice, that was that was yeah, a bottle sure. that I think about often. I wish we still had some on the bar, but there was a, we shared it with a ton of people because we really loved it. I think being an SMWS member helps me get over that. Yeah. Because every SMWS bottle, I'll never see again. And so it's more of a, I'm going to love you while I got you. And whiskey is better shared. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I've got this bottle that I just absolutely am in love with, yeah, I'm going to drink the lion's share of it by myself at home. But I, I want to share it with somebody else just to see their reaction. Yeah, that's share my love of it. Yeah. Like, man, are you getting this? You want to see that. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I, I'm used to seeing them go because I've right. just done it so many times. That's well, true. That's, that is might be true. But I will agree with you that once you've had enough bottles that you can never run out of good bottles. It's it, it's a lot more fun to sure. share your rare bottle it is. because not yeah. everybody gets that opportunity. That's that's true. True. So I can always have an Arbic 10. Arbic 10 is always a great whiskey. I will never turn it down. That's true. But I've got an, a, a strange Ardbeg bottling. Look, hey, you want right. to try some? You want to try some? You want to try some? Look at all this. Yeah, that's the thing. I can always right. get good whiskey. And one more question. All right. Scotch for Dummies, favorite video you have ever made Son over of the a years? Bitch. That's tough, man. We've been doing this almost six well, there's years. There's a Patreon. Um, um, I would say, uh, man, that's tough. I mean, I don't, I don't know that I would call so, any one in particular. I can't say one. I really enjoy the ones where we dressed up, whether it was Halloween or Christmas. Yeah, those are those we're fun. in character yeah. and we're having some stupid fun and. Um, but we're still literally taking the whiskey review serious, right? Yeah, but, which mean, is ridiculous. We've never, <laughs> we've never taken take this so serious where we're not having fun. Because honestly, if we're not having fun, we're, we're not going to do this anymore. <laughs> if I had to say my favorite video that I ever shot, I can't remember it. I enjoyed watching it. Drunk history. Drunk history. <laughs> That's probably my favorite one. <laughs> Although, Just because it's like completely honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Mystery Science Theater three thousand. My, was was my my favorite most epic moment of Scotch for Dummies ever was me taking an axe and cutting That's... the cork 
off of the bottle in, in, the, in the zebra hunter the video. That one is ridiculous. That was not intentional at all. He couldn't and do it again just, if he tried. No, not <laughs> yeah, ever. I should have broke old. that bottle. The fact that that actually worked out was ridiculous. The Max 6 was a good video. Max 6 was a good, that was a really, honestly, that was a really lucky thing. Yeah. That it, was a, it was a great experience. A good experience. The whole yes. thing was awesome. Whether it was just opening it, sharing it. I just, mean, the, the, I totally forgot about the wheelhouse call. Wheelhouse! Wheelhouse! That was me in the video. Wheelhouse! It's hilarious, man. These kids. Uh, I said, just like this. I go, Sean, go wheelhouse. I went, wheelhouse! <laughs> That was awesome. That that video was actually a lot of fun to make. We had to walk through the that woods, like fun. planning everything out. And the funny thing is, the neighbors are probably like, "What the hell? Why does he have an Good axe and gun? What's he Our doing pleasure, buddy. Oh yeah, it was a fun video. It was awesome. Make. It was yeah. awesome. Uh, so I mean, that was that was actually fun. We haven't done a question and answer session before. No, we not like that. That, that was great. That time flew. On that that was opened it up, and and honestly, it, it caused good reflection. But we covered some really good often. topics that that yep. I I was thinking about the topic that I had for the shipping thing as I was walking over here, and I part of me was like, you know, are we to the point where we can actually start making an influence and lobbying and and trying to get that changed? How, how do we do that? I know. Let's do it. Let's, how get, do let's we, get everybody how to do sign we get petitions. How do we get some of these other whiskey tubers all involved and we just do a nationwide? It's time to get to Washington to put down a federal law and change this interstate but, commerce. But then they're like, why do you want that change so bad? And then you got somebody sitting outside your house inspecting your packages. Eh, they're, oh. they're doing that anyway. I know. They're, you're used to having your packages. Eh, Petition. <laughs> Cut open. Splay out. <laughs> All right, guys. Listen, thanks so much for hanging with us tonight. You're poor something. I got it. So, um, you know what? Uh, brother out. We, um, one thing, I want to make a mention. Uh, we were talking about um, our move to Sundays was going to happen in March. And... We and were animated we, about anime, and then all of a sudden, somebody came up with the idea that there's a spring break going on sometime in late March. Yeah, so, late March so, oh. so we're probably looking more like the beginning of April. Oh, April 3rd. Let's do this real quick before we get going, because she's right there. Hold on. Hey, Molly. You got to sit. Sit. No. Oh, don't come in. Oh, oh there she is. <laughs> Molly Cam's in. Molly Cam is here. Oh, She's all right, right. Just, just give me the pretzel. It, it's so, pretzel time. <laughs> anyway, um, it, it, because we we overlooked a two-week spring break from school, and many of us are going to have Vacations. family obligations, um, we're probably not going to be able to make it happen in March. So it's probably going to be the first week in April. Just uh, a quick announcement. Yeah, so four weeks away or so, we'll do Sundays. We'll let you guys know. We'll keep you up to date. But, yep. uh, thanks for watching, patrons. We'll see you in a few minutes. Love you guys. Take Cheers, care, guys. Cheers. Happy Thursday.